mom deserves better than a drugstore card. This Mother's Day, surprise her with a truly special personalized card from Moonpig. Add your favorite photos, a heartfelt message, and we'll even mail it for you the same day, all for just $5. From mom to grandma, we have something to celebrate every mom in your life. Every mom deserves a Moonpig card. Get 50% off your first card at Moonpig.com. Moonpig.com Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds, and they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. A lot can happen in three years, like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage that lasts nearly three years in some states. Learn more at UH1.com. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50 luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. I took an Adderall. You would never be able to tell. I don't know. Okay. Hi. Hi. (laughs) Welcome back to Don't Blame Me. And thank you all for being so kind and understanding as we were not here for weeks. We were here, but not like here, here. Yeah, I was on my couch hacking up a lung, running a fever, miserable. I'm and now you had to go through that. That's that's fine. It's apparently par for the course now as I've had strep twice this year. But twice in got it in May. And what month is it? October. Well, I got diagnosed in September. Okay. 
But you asked what month May. is it? You didn't ask what the Yeah, but I forgot. Was. It's fuck my anniversary. I need to get my... Uh, I just keep telling him, I'm like, let's not do gifts. And he's like, no, I want to get you something. And I'm like, I just... You're kind of like, if you listen to, but am I wrong? The people that get the co-workers gifts. Like, here's the thing. I love a um, birthday gift. I love a Christmas gift. Shit, we can even do Valentine's Day. Mostly because, like... That's after I've already paid for the Christmas gift yeah. and your birthday gift. And so, like, I'm in that that mindset. But, like, anniversary, that's, like, equally. But, like, when you get married, are you going to do this anniversary or the that's marriage what I, anniversary? That's you what gotta, I wonder. I think you, you got to pick one. No, I have to learn. Have to I have to memorize a new day. That's going to be really hard for or me. Or you just get married on the anniversary day. Yeah. But then you have to plan for that. It's just. There's a lot of I mean, numbers. There's not a lot of planning that needs to go into it because all that happens is you get a marriage license and me as a ordained minister just minister. You just, just do it real quick. You know, it, there really yeah. isn't that much work that needs to go into. No, it. I just meant that like, you know, don't you have to like, do you introduce, do you file, can it, does it get filed the same day you do the thing? Like we have to have a witness there that signs and then you know, it well, the government be, doesn't, doesn't email be, you like a no, paper. No, no, no. It doesn't even have to be the same day. It doesn't even have to be the same month. It's just whenever you drop it off. Okay. Because most people get married on like a weekend anyway, so they're not open. Oh, so people when people celebrate the anniversary, they celebrate the day that their wedding was, not yes. the day they signed like the marriage. But the thing. marriage license gets signed the day that their wedding is. You just drop it off whenever you drop it off. Oh, I thought that it gets certified when you conjugate it. When you <laughs> also like did they like keep track of that back in the day what? have you penetrated yet because otherwise you're not it's not official well not to be I, that's what i was gonna say like not to be you know cool but i feel like a lot of men were just forcing well that's their girls when i say girls i li mean literal girls mm -hmm. yeah that's why i mean like we still make jokes on like tv shows like oh, 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 like yeah got us and i'm like I feel like this can't have good origins because who was following up on this? There was a rumor. I don't know if it's been debunked, but that's like what fuck stands for is something under under the king. Hold on. Let me let me look this up. But they would put that on like it was initials for like when people were having sex and they would put it like over your door. And that's the original fuck, tie, like what the original fuck, sock on the yes. door. And it was something under the king. What? Ew. Very under his eye. Oh my God. Wait, speaking of under his eye, Mots, my fiance at his big old age of 32? Is he 32? Is he 31? I don't know. Why are you asking me? You're better at remembering things than I am. Yeah, but like, it's Mots. I know. I wouldn't remember anything specifically for him. I mean, I have to ask people how old I am all the time. He's either 32 or 33. He just read Handmaid's Tale for the first time. And he was like, I want to watch the show. It's got to be good. <laughs> and I was like, I don't know if good is the word I would describe it. Uh, it's really depressing and like very dark and very harrowing. And sure, you can start watching it. But like, I had to stop. Like, it's just miserable. Like, it's absolutely miserable. And he was like, it's just so fascinating. I'm like, oh, what's it must be like as a man to watch, to read A Handmaid's Tale and go, what a fascinating book. 
back versus women reading it going, ah, the prophecy has come true. Lovely. Also, it's so wild to me that I read that in high school or maybe middle school even. So it was a rumor, but it's false. Of course, I found it on Snopes, which, you know. Snopes always killing the fun. I know. So people used used to say that it meant it was a uh, acronym that meant for unlawful carnal knowledge or fornication under consent of the king. And so you had to like go to the king. Of course, that's a myth because there's the word consent in it. (laughs) That wouldn't be true. Yeah. But I knew it was I was like, I thought it would have been debunked. So I was correct. You are correct. Snopes can't let us have anything (sighs) fun. Anyways, welcome to Don't Blame Me, where we're going to give wonderful, amazing, life-changing advice. And it's going to even be better advice because you haven't heard from current us in a while. You've mm-hmm. heard from past us. Past and we've us. learned On so much. Wall. Yeah, the last episode that came out, there was a brick wall. I thought this was like symbolism no. or like a ref, like like euphemism. No, it was very exact. <laughs> it was like literal. We, yes. The background was a brick wall. Mm-hmm. Some of you might be wondering about our the last episode, the last replay. And people are like, this feels poignant. And to that I say, huh? <laughs> Who? Who? Us? Why would we do? I mean, if we we're going to be poignant, we would be poignant. You and know it's I mean? not like we had a conversation <laughs> offline in our text that's just discussing the pros and cons of being too on the nose. Because uh-huh. we could have been. We could have been. Could have bit it right on off. <laughs> See, but am I wrong to get that reference? This week on Thursday, you guys are, you are not ready. The, you have to watch the video of it. My face, like I actually had no idea where you were going. It's really good when you pick ones that I don't know because then I don't cut you off and just start talking about what I know, which is exactly what you're saying, but you're saying it smarter and more concisely. And my brain's like, I know what you're talking about. And it's like so bad. I need to like, you know, when you like, as a kid, I used to, wow, why did no one medicate me sooner? But my teachers used to make me sit on my hands. So I wouldn't like always just like, no, like, I know. I need that for like my mouth. Like I need a muzzle so I can just, not a kinky one. No, I'm sorry. Somebody who can't even scrape her, who like cries scraping her tongue now. Like you have a small jaw. I don't Dude, my jaw. Good. You have to get a little ball gag. I don't know what the fuck is like up a, with my jaw recently. Like it is so ball. fucked. Not a tennis ball. Sorry. Wait, you're trying to break me a in half? Ball. I'm going to be like that meat, that like gif of the woman's mouth who completely unhinges and like someone comes out from inside of it. No, I can't even do a golf ball. Like, no, my jaw is like fucked the fuck up recently and I don't know why, but it's been out of place for like months and I like can't really move it. Why don't you go get it put back in place? Because it doesn't go back in, like, there's but nothing. Don't you get, like, Botox? I get Botox, so okay. it basically weakens the muscle. So then, like, when the muscle is super weak, I can't accidentally, like, pop it in, like, overextend it or pop it in and out. But my assumption was that, like, when I was, like, sleeping one time or, like, something happened that, like, just adjusted it or when I my nose was congested and I was breathing my mouth open and then the weight of my mouth like my mouth being being open was just like put like you know it was just weight and so then it was just going to like one side so yeah it's like fucked but it's fine it's out three out of seven times a week I'll wake up and then I just get it back in but I know yours is different yeah because mine doesn't have like anywhere to go like pops like it oh yeah open it and then it back mine's just like it's just loose and then sometimes it's like okay is it loose to this side or is it like loose loose to this side it's fine no blowjobs for me right now okay 
Poor Mots. You gotta you can't have that uh spit bucket next to the bed anymore. No, he's also when you like <laughs> have the congestion and you're like Make if someone extra, tried to extra, tell extra loopy. No. When someone if someone tried to tell me like you should still like I'm sorry, I will I will actually suffocate because <laughs> I can't breathe. So no. No <laughs> dicks will be so no, no, no. Anyways, we're going to give wonderful, amazing advice. And if you're wondering, how do I get some of this for myself? Well, you can call us, but it's not going to be on this episode. It'll be on the next one or the one after that. So give us a call. Leave us a voicemail at 310-694-0976. International listeners, you can send us an audio message at meganpodcast at gmail.com. You have to keep it under three minutes. If you're doing a voice memo, you've got like the same cutoff if you call, but it's just after the beep and then you'll get cut off. It's not like an internal voicemail is that the word i don't know what the word that you're looking for is but like so i record my voicemail message and then you leave me a voicemail why is that the same word <laughs> what do you mean you record so like i'm like hi this is megan yeah, it's a greeting it's not a message oh it's a voicemail greeting or yeah. just a greeting because it's a greeting because like when you go to record your voicemail it says do you want to record a new greeting Wow, it, there is a separate word. Yeah. I didn't know that. I was using voicemail for both, and I go, that's kind of confusing. Okay. I did take my Adderall, everyone. You might not see it, but it's no, no, there. No, no, the thing is, like, your focus is just, I, there's something else going on. Yeah, I'm pretty tired. Yeah, I, I can see it in your I eyes. I know. I can feel I it. I saw in it when it happened. <laughs> I, I'm sorry. It's okay. This is why I'm going to start packing my bag before. Because I just can't be like physically tired getting in the car to drive here. Because mm -hmm. like when I'm like filling up my water bottle, like just walking gets me exhausted. Like putting on makeup gets me tired. I think I need I need a stool so I can sit and do everything. Oh, not the same kind of stool that I would need to be able to look over things. No, the issue with ADHD and long COVID is like I can't sit still. I like forget things then I want to walk around and grab something and then I'm like oh shit let me grab this oh shit let me grab this and then I'm just tired I don't know how to take one trip I can't work smarter than not harder I work hard and it stupid. makes your heart work your yeah heart my heart is like your stop anyways do you own a brassiere no so if you see anything it's yeah. a nipple but I don't see anything. That's what I'm... Um, They're pretty nicely placed. Okay. But if I move, you'll see them. So that is a wonderful time to let you know that the video version is on Patreon. <laughs> I'm wearing a sheer white blouse. So the guy who keeps sending me messages every single day in my DMs telling me that you're jacking off to my photos and asking for photos of my feet, give me money and you can have a photo of my feet. But until then... I mean, subscribe to our Patreon. come knocking three times now, so... I'm here. For your come tributes. Here. Stop trying to leave me out of this. Okay, well, he's in my was, No, I'm talking about OnlyFans because it's addressed to both of us. Megan and Melissa. Do you want to hear a horrific, horrific joke I made last night to Mods? Is it like horrific to get you canceled or? No. Horrific. Horrific. Okay, great. I'm just coming out here just like <laughs> homophobic. Like, No. It, like we were like there was this whole reddit thread about like what's Ned gonna do after now whoa sh don't worry we talk about it on this week's episode of but am i wrong but someone's like he's never gonna be able to get a job again and i was like do you know anything about the me too movement like people didn't even believe that like women were being like raped and sexually abused by like powerful men in hollywood who still are like admitted and like rapists who are 
still mm-hmm. working. Like, what do you mean? You don't think he's going to work anymore? Like, how is he going to do that? And uh, everybody was like, just so ignorant about the whole thing. And then Mats was like, yeah, he can have like any job behind the scenes. And we were like, well, it's only if you really want a job in front of the camera. <laughs> and I was like, I fucking hope whoever is running the marketing team for OnlyFans emailed him immediately and said, hey, Ned, look up. We've got some ideas for you in your career and like pitched OnlyFans because like they always fucking do that. Yeah, that's true. They send like cold emails, like completely not regarding like current events, but like they're kind of like the pretty little thing of like, you know, destruction and like cancellations and shit. And like they will like timely message people related to like dramatic things. So you want to know what Dylan from OnlyFans said to us? Yeah, what do you say? Hi there. Hey, Dylan. Your content caught my eye. Yeah, it did. I wanted to see if you've ever thought of exploring OnlyFans as a way to get paid for the content you create. You could monetize your premium Megan and Melissa podcast episodes, life advice, promotional content, guest interview, fan chats, behind the scenes, and any other I'm not content lie to you. This is may already be created. Maybe the one that I'm like, you actually maybe did your homework versus yeah, half these did. other people. Yeah. So anyways, what you need to do in your voicemail slash your voice memo, voice memo, time it out. So sundial, hourglass, phone, stopwatch, keep it under three minutes and time it out before you start recording it. So write down everything you want to say. It's all anonymous. Let us know your pronouns if you want, but please let us know your ages. If it's about relationships, friendships, siblings, anyone else who is in the story that you're telling. Well, honestly. I mean, I guess it's a story if it's true. Make sure you also include their ages. Again, if it's about relationships, how long you've been dating. We want all relevant details. The more details we have, the better advice we can give you. So if you leave out something important, we are going to have to like infer for ourselves and like go to those conclusions. So write it the fuck down, then read it and then record either your voicemail or the voice memo. If you listen to other episodes, you can have a great example of like definitely what calls to do and what not to do. You have to be 18 or over, have your parents' permission. And um, yeah, we also, we give the advice that we would like to um, see in the world. You might be wondering how we're qualified. Oh, yeah. What we lack in credentials, we make up for in opinions. And if you are sensitive, let us know. And if you are not sensitive, you can also let us know. And I really don't need to know your astrological sign. But if you are sensitive and don't let us know, and then we give advice that you think hurts your feelings but like everybody else agrees including the people in our facebook group and then you go and make two fake apple profiles so you can leave bad reviews just know that we will find you (laughs) yeah and you need to have less identifying details because i'm assuming someone has stolen your credit card information i think that your information might be on the dark web Mm -hmm. not that i put it i'm saying that like for someone trying to be sneaky Mm -hmm. it was sloppy yeah very sloppy very sloppy i just have a question <laughs> for me or them no, for them oh, okay do y'all go to our website and if i forgot we had- is no from the majority we're not paying to re-up our subscription that is a really good call i forgot i forgot i made that yep every couple of years i like have like a creative burst or every couple of days. It's, out of, it's so out of date because it hasn't been updated in a while. No. But like. I didn't know we, if we had it. Shall we get into the episode? Yeah. Hi, Megan and Lisa. I'm calling about a tricky situation regarding a long-term relationship. I'm 24, she, her, and my partner is 31, he, him. 
We've been together for six years and lived together for four and a half years. The issue is that I'm struggling and feel like I'm going crazy. Some days I feel like I can see a future for us, like a marriage and kids type thing. And on some days it's like a flip switches in my head and I feel like I should be alone, maybe exploring my bisexuality and finding what I actually enjoy and like in life because I really don't know adulthood without him. Don't get me wrong, I love him, he treats me well, and our day-to-day -day life works pretty well, but this problem is eating me on the inside. This whole issue struck me about a year ago when I realized that if a hypothetical proposal was coming, I wouldn't be able to accept 100%, which caused a lot of sadness and anxiety, even though years ago I wouldn't be very happy to accept. After that realization, I've tried to figure out which things are causing the feeling. Basically, I feel like I'm growing apart from him, and I'm starting to understand what I value in life, like anti-racism, ethics, animal rights, and the LGBTQ plus community. So I fear I've become too different since I was literally a teenager when we started dating. This has caused a lot of anxiety, second guessing, and thinking if we are compatible for a long-term commitment. This has also manifested itself as me not wanting as much sex as before, and me saying no often frustrates my partner a lot. We have discussed the issue and he listened, but wasn't able to understand what I feel, uh, that I feel a psychological disconnect. He seems to be focusing on the symptom, lack of sex, rather than the actual problem. In the end, he said that he wants to be with me, and if my confusion means that I want to break up, then it's my responsibility to do it. And I agree. Lately, the discussions have died down since we always end up arguing, so we have just kind of brushed it under the rug and live our life as if the discussion never existed. And I try not to say no every time he wants to have sex with me, because he doesn't want an open relationship. We both know that this issue has to be discussed again sometime, but I'm finding it hard because I really don't know what I want to do. Is this just because this is my first relationship? And will these go, feelings go away, and how? I would really like some peace of mind about this, because I recognize that being on the fence about our future is unfair towards my partner. Please help me and be as harsh as you need to be. Thanks. You need to break up with me a year ago. It sounds like y'all have very different core beliefs and values, and then sexually? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's one way to phrase it when you say that, like, you've grown up and you've realized, like, things that are really important to you, like anti-racism, LGBTQ issues. And then you said we're just really different now. So the inferring between that is, like, what does he value? Like, the, those things that you've described, like, I don't know. I kind of think that, like, they are very and I'm not trying to like do this to like discredit you at all I think those are kind of like baseline things that like your brain is fully developing you are like learning more about the world around you and other people's lives and uh how your instance is not like in your lived experiences and everybody else's experience and like with social media and just like consuming media now that you're in your 20s and not just for school the way that you're describing it that like these are like the things that you like have changed and valued about yourself like if he hasn't done that like that to me is just like oh you've gotten educated and grown up like that's not like a who you are that's just but also they've been together six years and she's 24 and he's 31 so they've been together since she was 18 and he was 25 years old 
So that is a big, like 18 to 25 is a big age gap. And now you're close to where he is when he met you. And so, of course, you're not the same person that you were six years ago. You were 18, like just coming into what is, I don't know what country you're in, but in the United States, that's when you're declared an adult, but your brain doesn't even fully, you know, set Yeah, that's in. why we got to send those ones to war. Yeah. <laughs> that's, so, that's why. So it's just like, you're in a completely different stage of your life. He's in a completely different stage of his life. And then this age gap, there, there's just different stages here. Dude, I literally, as me number one hater of age gap relationships. It's the first thing I wrote down and I already forgot it as I wrote to the bottom and until you said that. Mm -hmm. Like, I take it back. You shouldn't have broken up with him a year ago. Um, He should have never pursued you as a 25-year-old when you were 18 years old. Yeah. This is a, now that you're saying, this is a different level of like, you aging and maturing this has a different meaning because like before what I was just saying like that you were both around the same age and I'm like okay so you spent this time like your brain's growing developing like of course and that you've grown apart now and you're different which I'm like okay cool his fundamental values like he doesn't have any like cool they suck no you he is now looking at you saying you are too different from when I picked you out as an 18 year old right that's really gross that's like a different level of not like oh you don't have values it's mm -hmm. like oh you were that is this is like far more problematic, mm -hmm. which I mean, obviously is problematic because um, the sex stuff is. Yeah. <sighs> yeah, there's just there's two different problems, three different problems. There's an age problem here. Mm -hmm. There is the fact that now that you've grown up some, you still got a lot of growing up to do and matured some since when you were 18 years old into learning who you are and as, as an adult. And you also said that you want to learn like what you like outside of him as well, which you haven't had that opportunity, I'm guessing, because you're probably living with with parental figures or your parents until then met him. You've been living with him for, I don't think you said four years, four, four years. So you've been living with him for four and a half years, actually. And I just don't think that you've had the time to figure out who you are as an adult. And I, I think that you should break up and figure out who you are. But And then we have the third issue of him pressuring you into having sex just because he's frustrated. Go wank off if you're frustrated. Like, Yeah. I think we think of like pressuring and like uh, sexual co coercion uh, in relationships. I don't think people talk about it like enough. And pressuring doesn't mean that he's saying like, I'm going to be really like, you have to do this or you feeling like he, he's uh, physically imposing or anything like it can literally be like he pouts, mm -hmm. like he sulks, he's quiet. He's like, no, I'm not mad. But yeah, like, I'm he just, just makes disappointed. Yeah, he makes you feel guilty. He like makes you like, feel like you have to say no versus like gauging your interest in this. And then when you say no, he takes that as uh, a, a personal insult or a jab or something that like you need to make up for it mm -hmm. later on. So like, this isn't that you're just not compatible. This is like, this was really gross that he sought you out as an 18 year old. And I like want to be, I'm coming across really harsh when I'm saying this and I don't want to because you've been together for six years. And that's like a really hard thing to say to someone who's like actively still in this relationship. But the values that you have are kind of baseline that he should. And I'm not saying that like as a knock on you, 
but it's a knock on him. Like those should be like baseline. If you were finding you differ really so intently from him on these core values, which are just like, hi, I have morals. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Like that is a really big red flag because he's not gonna, he's 31. He's not going to change. And I think he's probably feeling really like frustrated because he thought if he dated someone so young um, that you would kind of mold to who he is and you haven't. Like you, you are really your own person so much so that you want to explore the world as this person, like as who you are. And I agree with Melissa. Like, I think you should. I think you should break up. I don't think you should get engaged. I don't think like any of that. But this is not this is not like you ask, like, if this is how relationships are, is this going to go away? Is this just because it's the first relationship? You're staying because it's the first relationship. Mm-hmm. This isn't going to go away. And this is not how all relationships are. Your entire like relationship history, most likely, and to be like your relationship history of worth worth note anything less than 18 is i have a lot of relationship history in that but like it's not as serious as other ones it has all been tied to him mm-hmm. and so he's going to have be able to have the opportunity to really make you feel like you're wrong and like this is what it is like this is normal this is like he's older than you he has these other experiences but like this is all you can relate to in this I think you have love for him and you have like a fondness for him because he represents your adolescence and like your first love but this is not who you end up with and Mm -hmm. like you don't have questions about wanting to like explore life and explore like sexuality and other people and all of that that's not something that will go away and shouldn't go away Mm -hmm. like if it goes away you're like you're silencing that voice like you're silencing honestly truly your voice in general and you're just settling for what you're what you've known but I don't think you are going to settle because like I don't know you have the vibe which this might sound weird but like you know in the movies where it's like that small town girl who like it's like I'm going to get out of the big city like you have that vibe in this relationship like you know that there's other stuff out there and like you know that that's why you're tempted by it and yeah. i think why you probably listen to our podcast too because yeah yeah because the thing is like if i if i heard if somebody called in and it was like a 24 year old like just now starting to date a 31 year old i'd be like okay like yep yeah it's different because you started when you were 18 and i don't think if you met him today i don't think you'd want to date him that's a good point. It's yeah. like when you're shopping and you have something in your closet and you're like, oh, when you have something in your closet and you're like, should I get rid of this? You're like, if I saw this at the store today, would I buy it? Uh-huh. And you're like, oh, I have to detach whatever memory I have mm-hmm. and also whatever convenience I have to this right. to like, who am I now? And do I like it now? Or do I remember who I was when I liked it? Mm-hmm. That's a really good point. Yeah. I've never thought about that in terms of relationships, just clothes. Mostly because I have a lot of fucking clothes. <laughs> wow. Good fucking point and good catch on the age that I really just blinked, even though, again, it is the first two bullet points that yeah, I wrote but down. I think probably because like if you're seeing 24 and 31, it's not. Yeah. If you think of it in a now term, that's not a big deal. But if you think of it from the point of from somebody being 18 and they were yeah. 25 and then she doesn't know who she is outside of this relationship, then that's a big difference. Yeah, it was making me do quick math because yeah. it was like 24, 31 be together for we lived together for four years together for six. Mm-hmm. And in my mind, I'm like, cool. So you were 20. Yeah. Because I can't do math. <laughs> okay. Well, break up with him. Explore your bisexuality. Have so much fucking fun. Hoe out. Like, 
live your life just like go to fun restaurant go to places you haven't gone before mm-hmm. like figure out who you are because I think you're on the cusp of it and you really want to and yeah. you should because it's hard to find who you are and that's something a journey that a lot of people have to like go on and like seek it out because they don't even know where but like it feels like you're at the precipice of that and like don't let him be the one who tells you who you are and like holds you back from that yeah you're the sun you are the sun and everything revolves around you Mm -hmm. me but you can also be there too we're in different solar systems, you know? Yeah, we all yeah, have our own solar system. You got Dude, no one can dispute that. Space is fucking huge. <laughs> Absolutely huge. All right, next call? Yes. Oh, also stop having sex with them until you break up. That too. Like, just stop. Like, that's not okay. Yeah. Unless you want to. You don't. Stop you having don't sex with them. You so. Hi, Megan and Melissa. I am calling in to ask if I am the asshole in this situation or if my way of thinking needs to be a little bit tweaked. So I am a 29-year-old female who is engaged to a 30-year-old male, she, her pronouns, and he, him pronouns. I have this gnawing feeling that his mother is not the biggest fan of me. So throughout our relationship, we've been together for almost three years, engaged for about uh, a year and a half. And his mother, whenever it's just the two of us, around each other she can be very um standoffish at times and has occasionally said things that can be a little rude for lack of a better word when my fiance is not around when he is with her one-on-one she apparently has said all these really nice things about me of how much she likes me and how much of a good person she thinks I am and how smart I am and et cetera et cetera but when we are one-on-one it is not always that way across the board. I brought this up to him and he just kind of brushes it off. I should mention that we do not see his family very much and we only see them like once or twice a year. So when we are together, I do understand like the primary uh, reason that we're there is for him to spend time with his mom and vice versa. Like I'm kind of an afterthought sometimes in that aspect. You know, just <laughs> getting married soon. I just wanted your opinion on what I should do in this situation, how I should go about, you know, building that relationship even more. Yeah, just give me your thoughts. Hey, thanks. Bye. There are like some options of things that could be going on here. And I think you need to run through all of them. And this is an important thing before you get married, unless divorce is something that you are open to, or um, being potentially more or less miserable than you are right now okay one your mother-in-law uh future mother-in-law being standoffish thinking that she hates you or is like standoffish to you or is like making rude comments to you she could be like socially awkward and it could just be that like the 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 connection that she has with you like she's not doing a great job at like executing it and it's coming across as rude and the only way that that's really going to be happening i think is if you see how she interacts with other people And she's saying similar things and they're taking it as like, oh, this isn't like an insulting thing or a rude thing. And it could be like a cultural difference there, but also just could be like socializing. Like it's different to socialize with like your own kid versus like their significant other. But again, uh, it would have to be that she like treats everybody else like that as well. And this is like really bad, but I just want to be honest with you. There is a high likelihood that your boyfriend is lying and his mom is not saying those nice things about you behind your back. That's exactly where my mind went. Yeah. She most likely is not saying those things 
And he is not technically lying because she's probably not saying that she doesn't think you're nice and she doesn't think you're smart. But she's not saying that. So therefore, that means that she does think you're nice and you're smart. And like, that can kind of be like a defense thing that like men specifically can have where it's like, no, 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 she really, really likes you. And it's not because she said she really likes you. It's because she hasn't said she really, really hates you. And I think that's more likely what's going on here. And him wanting to brush this off, like that is, yes, it's a red flag in the sense that like (laughs) he's not really taking into consideration how you feel regardless, even if he thought like it was a total accident on his mom's end, then he should want to remedy that and be like, oh no, I don't want you to feel like that. Like, I don't want her to, I don't want there to be any weirdness. I want you to be like, I want you to feel comfortable and happy around and like really get along. Or if that's not possible, I want to figure out like, does my mom dislike you? And is she saying things about you? Like, is she saying, talking to you? And like, is she being rude? Like, I, I want to confront her about that because when he just brushes it off, (laughs) I mean, what I would say to that, I would be like, so do you think I'm lying? When I say that she's being rude, like, do you think I'm not being honest? Like, because I'm telling you this, like, I don't want your mom to be rude to me. Like, I don't want any of this. But when you just brush it off, that makes me feel like you aren't hearing what I'm saying. And you don't think that it is true. Or if you do think it's true, is that okay? Like, what are the relation? What's the relationship you view me having with like your family? Because I don't think this is actually a her problem. I think this is like a future husband problem. And like, the fact that you said you're kind of an afterthought when you go visit, you're going to go see her. I get it. Like that is just like by nature of like visiting. And when you are the odd one out that like everybody's going to be talking about like, you know, all the people that they know and these things and like, blah, 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 blah. And it's hard. And I've definitely like been there. I mean, I've spent every Christmas with Mata's family for, I don't even remember how many years, but when you're earlier on in a relationship, similar to how you are when you're trying to like, well, how do I fit in? How do I impress them or whatever? What I came to the conclusion to and like realized that I was going to be a lot happier not trying to fit in. And also like not to be like a conceited asshole, but I'm just like, what? Why? No, if I'm going to be a new person in this family, like we're all going to adjust. Like we should all adjust to every new person. And like in general, I think we should all adjust to every new person that we meet and person that's in our life. Like this isn't like a role you're being cast in. Mm -hmm. Like it's not my job to like seamlessly fit into this and just like do what your traditions are and do like everything like that. Like, you know, we can all learn about each other's things, like what other people want. And like life is going to change and like families are going to evolve. And I'm not going to fit into, I'm not going to fit into somewhere because like there's not, there's not really a hole for you. Like there's not really a space for you. And that's not like a good or a bad thing, but that's because like a family is complete as it is. And then like you bring in people who like you marry or you're in relationships with who like make you happy and it will always change the dynamic and it will change it for the better. Like these are like, this is new people with new life experiences. The the second that you stop trying to like be what you think other people like want you to be like, or who, how you want to be in that role. When you realize like, that rule doesn't exist. Like that is not a thing. Like I'm trying to be somebody that like these people haven't come up with the idea of like what this perfect person is because you just need to be like you and enjoy like spending time there and like calling the shots of things that you want to do and things you don't want to do. But it's going to be a lot harder if this is a mother-in-law problem, if she is just like 
<laughs> a two-faced bitch, it's you're going to be much more miserable if you're trying to get her to like you versus just not giving a shit if she likes you. But I think the bigger thing is that I don't think your fiance either believes you when you say that like she's being rude to you or he doesn't care. And it seems like he's picking his mom. Or he knows that she's saying mean things behind her back as well. And he's trying to cover up for his mom. But I think that the person at fault in all of this is the fiance because he should be the one that should be facilitating this relationship. And if you're telling him that you don't feel comfortable and that she's not treating you the way that she should, then he should be going to her and saying, and saying like, this is how she's feeling. You're not making her feel welcome. You're rude to her. Can you please like, first I would ask like, what's your problem with her? Yeah. What, what, do you have an issue with her? What's wrong with her? She's done nothing but be nice to you. Like, she's been respectful. I'm guessing. I don't know. You might be an asshole. I don't know. Who is the bitch first? Right. Who is the bigger bitch first? Right. But, like, he needs to respect you and she needs to respect you as well. So, like, if he wants you to be in this, like, in this family, have a relationship with everyone, and the mom doesn't feel like you're... And crouching on her territory, because that's how yep. some mothers feel, then I think that he needs to be the one that's facilitating this. Yeah. If she doesn't respect you, it's because he has made that okay. Yeah. And he doesn't respect you. Mm -hmm. But yeah, like <laughs> when people like make comments like, oh, you should never have to like choose between your significant other and your and your family. That is like, I think, fundamentally incorrect, because when you have a significant other, like that person becomes your family. Right. Like, and also in a, an emergency, it's always, it's going to be your, in, in this case of like a, I, I mean, it, it's like I'll specifically say in my case, in like a cis heterosexual relationship, husband and wife, yeah. like then it becomes your extended family, sure, still your aunts and uncles, but, but like when you marry someone, they become your next of kin. That becomes your number one. Mm -hmm. And that's not, like, that's like legally, legally, medically, yeah. and just also like emotionally should also be that. So like, it's a really setting up boundaries with family is something that is inevitably going to happen. And you are going to be a team. And if you are going to be legally recognized as his next of kin, you actually need to be that. And it needs to be like, no, I need to know that we're on the same side in the same team because like, why the hell am I going to get like legally tied to you and financially tied to you if you are going to actually be in a relationship with your mother? Mm -hmm. And I'm like the afterthought here. Right. It's like, this is something you need to get figured out before the wedding. And I'm just, I don't think that there is anything wrong or anything that is like too minor or too insignificant to postpone a wedding over. And I especially don't think this is an, an ig insignificant at all. Yeah. If y'all need to go to family counseling, then so be it. If this is what everyone wants to feel like a united, like to feel like a unit. Yeah. Yeah. This is just, I'm going to get, and now my toxic advice. Caveat. You have this conversation we just had with you. Have this with him first. Okay. Have this first. And if he like still denies it and it's like not setting any boundaries and is being a dick and is like, no, no, you're not like, this isn't real, blah, blah, blah. Then I, someone with no power, I'm giving you permission while he's sleeping or doing something else, go through his phone and okay, no one else listens to this advice because this is like oh, really going to blow up your fucking life unless you're ready for it. So this is why I'm giving it just to you. Search your name in his phone. 
here's the thing though if she's talking about you she's not gonna use your name she's gonna you're gonna have a code name i no i don't think i but i specifically here's the thing like when someone in my family is talking about someone else in our family we don't say that person's name we say that and their code name we don't say and it's not like a code name as in like we've decided this is the code name it's like that's just when we're talking bad about him that's who we that's why we prefer uh, refer to them in that way i think that totally makes sense in more extended family but i think that if he is going no, to come this is f- core family no no but i mean like in like a if sibling i think if you are a significant other talking and complain to your mother i would think that he will use her name i don't think men are smart enough to come okay. up with a code name i just don't think you're gonna find the bad things that the mother-in-law has said the, so my whole thing is i think you will see that there is like two different reasons why People can feel like they can uh, be rude to like someone else, like some a significant other or any of that. And it is because that is just who she is. And she's a she's rude and she's a bitch. And you can like see how she talks about people in those text messages. Or he has complained about your relationship and he has said things that then she might be using specifically to be rude and have these personal jabs be at you is that like he's complained about his relationship with you to his mom. So therefore, when you're like, she's being rude to me and he's brushing like, no, 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 no. He's maybe thinking like, well, I told her that like you did this or whatever. And like she wasn't being rude. She was like sticking up for me or something like that. So I think like, you know, see if they talk about you and maybe if you have a nickname, maybe maybe from there you can see if there's any code names like or even just see like how those conversations are going. But I don't think that you should ignore your gut because if you're your gut when someone doesn't like you or someone's rude to you, especially someone you want to like you, that to me isn't anxiety and I really don't want him to like make you think that this is all in your head and like you're just being anxious Mm -hmm. because no one would want to believe this and also like you're trying to like fix this and you're not being anxious about your behavior or you doing something like you know it's not like when you like slay awake at night you're like oh my god that one thing that I did it's like what did I do to make this person dislike me Mm -hmm. like what her actions it has nothing to do with your actions but yeah, also, I would also like evaluate what his relationship is like with her. And has he been to therapy? Because I don't know, a man who is 30, who like blindly defends his mom and like can't set up any boundaries like that to me is actually like a massive fucking red flag. Yeah. Okay. Time for a break. Good luck. Woo. Yeah. Good luck. Time for a break. Here's a cool fact. A crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Another cool fact, you can get short-term health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans are designed for people who are between jobs, coming off their parents' plan, or turning a side hustle into a full-time gig. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. Get more cool facts about United Healthcare short-term plans at uh1.com. Mother's Day is around the corner. Find the perfect gift for the mom in your life with a stunning piece of jewelry from Blue Nile. From timeless pearls to dazzling gemstones, Blue Nile has something she'll adore. Need a fast? Most items can ship overnight. Plus, enjoy guaranteed free shipping and returns. Don't miss our special Mother's Day deals. Save big on the season's most beautiful trends. For a limited time, get up to 50% off by going to BlueNile.com. 
That's BlueNile.com. Mom deserves better than a drugstore card. This Mother's Day, surprise her with a truly special personalized card from Moonpig. Add your favorite photos, a heartfelt message, and we'll even mail it for you the same day, all for just $5. From mom to grandma, we have something to celebrate every mom in your life. Every mom deserves a Moonpig card. Get 50% off your first card at Moonpig.com. Moonpig.com Spring is my favorite time to start a new workout routine. With the weather warming up, it feels easier to get into the rhythm of things. Whether you have 20 minutes or an hour for a Pilates class or outdoor guided walk, Peloton has everything you need to help you get going. Get a head start on summer with Peloton at OnePeloton.com. Today's episode is brought to you by a sponsor we love, 310 Nutrition. 310 Nutrition is helping us, you, our listeners, in the new year with protein and superfood rich products with so many options and flavors for your personal preferences. They're adding new products all of the time and I just got my, I mean, I didn't just get my package. I just got a, 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 a secondary of my package and I, as someone who needs electrolytes to function, there it's like elixir from the gods. I cannot sing their praises enough, specifically the cucumber flavor of this electrolyte mix is delicious like it's it's so good i've even like had it on like ice and been like i'm drinking like a drink drink like you can throw a little straw in there and it's it's delicious it's so good and i just i love they're filled with so many great ingredients that really help if you're like me and you like you know medically need some electrolytes but also if you're working out if you're sweating hot summer day you're going to an amusement park you're on your feet for a long period of time all of that um most of us are not getting the electrolytes we need yeah i drink mine specifically when i am working out it's my beverage while i'm working out i just take one stick of the hydrate mix it in with my bottle of water 16 ounces of water can provide the same amount of hydration equal to drinking two to three bottles of water if you got that hydrate in there they also have the all-in-one shakes which i absolutely love i'm running low so i gotta get some more but um i love the chocolate bliss the vanilla cream the caramel sundae i have all three of those flavors sometimes i mix and match them sometimes i'll use it when i'm baking or i'll just drink it straight and it is they're so good they have a triplex protein blend plant-based proteins that include pea brown rice and pumpkin that makes it so delicious you can get fiber and superfood blends with more than 25 organic fibers and superfoods blended into one easy delicious shake and they also have three tins four shake flavor starter kit which lets you sample all the flavors for only nine dollars Right now, 310 is celebrating a new year of goals with Don't Blame Me and giving our listeners 50% off up to $100 for your first order. With so many sample packs, new products, it's really fun and super easy to put together an order, or you can start a subscription on products you know you'll use. Go to 310nutrition.com and use the code BLAMEME right now for 50% off up to $100 for your first order. That's 310nutrition.com and use code BLAMEME. In our live stream, our listeners are always recommending and talking about books. So we're so excited about Book of the Month because this is something that our listeners are going to love. This is a brand that I've been familiar with for a, a long time. I like love watching people talk about it. I love seeing what books people are reading and like what books they have available. And I, I, I love I love everything about it. So I'm so excited uh, for someone who like... <laughs> 
you know, the ease of getting into a book, a lot of it can feel like really daunting. So to have like a service where it's like, you're going to get like high quality hardcover books, which that's my preferred way to read at incredible prices, but also curated. So it's like amazing, cool, wonderful, great. This is, it's kind of like a, a straight shot into that and something that book of the month you can do over and over and over again. And one of the great things about it is the longer you are part of the program, the cheaper the books get. Book of the Month's mission is to help readers discover new books they love and promote the work of emerging authors. One of the amazing things about Book of the Month is that every aspect of Book of the Month experience is designed to be fun and special for readers. First of all, the books come in a bright blue box, which is very pretty. Me and Megan were just talking about them. There's also a fun app to pick your books and track reading progress and as well there are reading challenges and rewards and book of the month makes it really easy to decide what book to read next which for me is like the biggest hurdle i love when other people make choices for me especially when they're good choices and i'm like cool i can trust you so each month the editorial team reads through hundreds of new titles and they pick some of the best new books for you to choose from all of the books are so good you can't go wrong and i mean that wholeheartedly when we were picking like our selects for this i was like wait this I like all of them. This is hard. And I literally coordinated with Melissa and I was like, okay, so these are like my top ones. I'm assuming they will be yours. So don't pick the same one as me. So then we can swap afterwards. And that's what we did. So we got the ministry of time by Killian Bradley. And we also received the return of Ellie Black by Emiko Jean. The ministry of time is like, people are calling it like, if you're a fan of Outlander and like spy novels or time traveling books, it's quoted from town and country saying it's really innovative fun storytelling the ministry of time is definitely for you and listed as 45 of the must read books for spring 2024 and then harper's bazaar also said part time travel romance part spy thriller and 100 percent multifaceted joyride <gasps> when i tell you that i was like sold we're also excited about the return of ellie black and this one is about a missing girl who returns but that isn't the end of the story it's only the beginning. We both like a, a, a detective book. This one is uh, 20 years since detective Chelsea Calhoun's sister vanishes. Ever since Chelsea has been searching for signs for closure for other missing girls. But happy endings are rare in Chelsea's line of work, which that sounds so intriguing. And I'm looking forward to reading this novel so much. Can't wait. And we're so excited to usher in this new sponsor. And we know y'all are already going to love this. Plus, we've been recommended this so many times. Mm -hmm. So I, I we, we've already got fans in you. Try the service yourself at bookofthemonth.com. And you can get your first book for $5 with code PEDALS. That is your first book, $5 at bookofthemonth.com using code PEDALS. We are back again and again. You used to say back again, back, back, back again. Tell a friend or something. No, shit. but I know, but JD's back, 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 back. Oh, for a second, the, that was like again, again, again. And I was yeah. like, that doesn't make any sense. But you were still doing the wrong. I know. That's because I was thinking as I was saying it. Okay. Jade, we're back, 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 back again, again. Okay. Hi, Megan and Melissa. First of all, love the show, and I am in my car, but I am safely parked. Thank okay. you. So Thanks. On your last episode, you guys asked for some raunchy questions, so here I am. 
For some context, I'm a bisexual woman, she, her, in my early 20s living in a large city. I've really only had long-term relationships, one with a woman and one with a man, and both of them, the sex has just been, eh. I'm talking only missionary and doggy, simple shit. My relationship with my last partner just ended, and I'm ready to hoe. So my question is, how do I get the most out of my hoe phase? How do I have that good, wet sex? What are the things that I need to try and the things I need to stay away from? Where do I meet these potential fuck buddies? I'm wanting to experience everything I can before I start seriously dating again. And I want the one-night stands. I want the quickies in a bar. I want the hey mamas. I want the really bad stories that I come home and I tell my friends about and we laugh about for weeks. Megan, do I need to experience the smart box water bottle dip? Melissa, do I need to book my flight to Italy? Also, just a disclaimer, right now I'm working on my feelings, but later I can work on my hoeing. I don't plan on going wild while the pandemic is still going wild, but hoping to use this advice to map out that plan. I love you guys so much, and hopefully you guys answer this because I'm ready to listen, execute, and call back with an update. Bye. First of all, love the energy. Second, we can tell that you've been listening for a while because you referenced things from a long time ago and recently. Dude, I Love forgot energy. I was like, who told you about smart water ball? I'm like, <laughs> me at some point. <laughs> That's so funny. Yeah. Um, thank you for be- being well-versed, making this concise. Also, you know, we asked for some raunchy questions. So this is something that hasn't be- been bestowed in a couple months. No. Probably. Um, you get a diamond phenomenal i just feel really seen and maybe a little too seen in that call i was like maybe i reveal a little too much on this podcast didn't you put smart water bottle in your book i think so but sometimes i forget that other like people read it and i was like whoa my innermost thoughts no i definitely have i'm loving this for you also the healing to like i'm doing my healing now so i can hoe later Uh uh-huh can you you should write a book honestly yeah like we need after watching a certain book that a lot of people reference all the time that involve and just meditate and adoration is the book and movie oh yeah starring uh julia roberts sandra Um, bullock (laughs) yes sandra bullock yeah 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 starring sandra bullock uh if you get it, you get it. If the you don't get it. Yeah, girls get it, get it. <laughs> girls that don't, you, you Yeah, yeah, yeah. How are so, you here? Um I think you should write the newer, younger, cooler version of that. Cause you have a way with words. And I think that and you And following do instructions. Following instructions. So I think you can do it. I think you can too. This, if this was a movie, I would tell you to like make a zine. Like document your like this is your if Carrie Bradshaw was, le- you're like the less annoying Carrie Bradshaw, like your sexcapade, like mm-hmm. that's like fun. First of all, I would, if you don't journal already, I would definitely like start a yeah. journal. Uh, I wish I could be one of those people. I'm obsessed with this. So you're in your early 20s. Yeah, it's a different time from when I was in my early 20s because now you have dick at the... With word? a swipe. Yeah. yeah. Dick and say? vagina. Yeah. Dick and pussy at a swipe. Did they they said they were bi, right? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. You got dick and pussy at at a swipe. Your fingertips. I, and then your fingertips. Your fingertips arrive. <laughs> 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 Perfect. So, you know, I had to physically go. Actually, I per, I still prefer she had to buy a whole blade ticket. <laughs> I still prefer like oh, yeah. places because like I've been perusing the dating apps and I hate everybody on it. Yeah, Melissa and left I, the house this weekend and has never, ever been like... Like, I, I left the house and I got so much, like... It's in... What did we talk about? What episode? It's in But Am I Wrong? 
this week. Not the bonus, right? Oh, shit. I forgot. Yeah, it was in the bonus. It might be the bonus for, for this. For this, yes. It's yeah. in the don't blame me bonus. Yeah. I left the house. So on uh, see you next Tuesday, tomorrow, if you're listening to this on Monday, I tell about just like, I could have just had like so many people lined up, but I'm still, you know, being COVID cautious. Yeah. But I feel like if you're just, if you feel like you're in that mode, then you just attract that. Literal pheromones. Yeah. Like, like, like that's yes. literally it. Yes. Like you, like that's what you want. That's what you're going to attract. So I say get out there because the pheromones can't come through unless you have just a magical smell of vision. Smell, yes. Smell of vision coming through your phone. I think the best way is to go out and meet people. So like I went to a friend had a barbecue. There was a ton of people there Then I went to a comedy show. People were stopping me on the street. Like, it's just like I knew because I hadn't been out. The, I hadn't been out like in a minute, like where I just felt hot. And I knew and I'm I was sure hot. the second the, the first number was given out. It was like the pheromones you were already le- like when you have that, like, one time like the when it when it starts it mm-hmm. snowballs it, it snowballs and, and then so, suddenly you're like uh, you're welcome yeah like it was just like if you're on your shit and you know you're on your shit you're just gonna get what you want and it seems like you just want you know you're, you want to go out have a great time you're in your 20s you know you've had really you've had bad sex <laughs> yeah <laughs> like just go out there, put yourself yeah. out there, go to bars, go, go to sporting events, go to, if you like sports, if you don't like sports, you said you're just here for whoever, just go where you know that people that you're attracted to are going to be there. Yeah. And people who you like, 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 so good sex, um, just going to say your early twenties, very few people are having good sex. Mm-hmm. And if they are, they either masturbated a ton before and they are telling exact, they know exactly what they want and can tell, and they're confident to tell mm-hmm. their partner. Or they're lying and they're not having good sex. So just know that like you're not starting off on a different playing field or like behind than anyone. Like I was not, I was having like fine sex in my 20s. I also thought I was having decently good sex. And I was like, "Mm," I mean, I'm still in my 20s. But like right when I like was, right when I was like, (laughs) just know that you're on the same field like as everybody else. And like knowing what you want, even if like all you know is that you want to have like good sex and like you want to hoe around and have fun. That's like, like intention is honestly like half the battle of sex because when you know that you want to have fun sex, you're going to be seeking out people who are fun people mm-hmm. who you're also sexually attracted to. And then you have that like fun repertoire repertoire yeah. between the two of you and that banter. And then that becomes a sexual attraction. So I agree in like in-person kind of things. Or if you're going to be like swiping on an app, like I think it's people you have mutual friends with and like someone you know or whatever. But I think like the key to having great sex is like early on, especially when you're figuring out what you like is also liking the people that you're having, like getting along with the people that you're having sex with, like platonically, romantically. Like, it doesn't have to be like, you know, we like really get along romantically, but do we have banter? Like, are we like, think of like books. Is it enemies to lovers? Like mm-hmm. what is, how are we talking with each other? Because like, a conversation is like foreplay, like a good conversation when you're flirting in a fucking bar and like, you're just like really into it. And you're just like, oh my God, we're vibing so Mm -hmm. much. Like that is really like 75% of it. And then the rest is maintaining that through sex and then just communicating what you like and what you're into. Mm -hmm. And that's really what it is. How to have good wet sex. 
is the longer the foreplay. And specifically, again, I mean, like, go out, talk to people. Who are you flirting with and vibing with? Let it simmer. Because, like, if that's somebody you actually, like, want to hook up with, you know, if you're doing the vibing and and for the foreplay, like, consider talking foreplay. Yep. Consider those small touches that you might have while you're talking to them. That's foreplay. Like, be in tune with your body and how your body's reacting to that person when you're simply talking to them. Because you're not going to get that over an app. Mm -hmm. And I understand that a lot of people want to use apps to, like, hoe out and, like, but you're just not going to get the vibe. And again, it's, like, literally 90% personality. You're not going to be able to get that. Like, think about when you listen to a podcast. <laughs> I did, really didn't mean us for a long time. But like when you don't know what they look like and then you see what they look like and you're like, oh my gosh, that's so weird. That's like not how I pictured you at all. That to me is kind of similar to when you're talking on an app where you're yeah. like, I'm missing a key component. And it's not what you look like. It's not the visual. It's literally just like our palatable in-person chemistry. And if I'm seeking out sex, which is literally in-person chemistry, like personified, like I need to know that we have that. I don't think apps are a bad idea no, I at all. Apps, I, I know plenty of people that have met their partners on apps, but I just know me as in my sarcasm and my humor does not translate through an app. Like I'm a, I'm a full experience. She's an Aquarius. <laughs> That's really the vibe. That is what like, it is. I, I, like, I think yeah. you have to experience me to like me. And once you experience me, there's no turning back. And I mean that in a platonic or non-platonic way. Hey, your life will never be the same. <laughs> Suddenly you have two podcasts. <laughs> no, it's true though. But like, I also think that there's, if you want to like, I don't know, hoe and like meet someone on um, a dating app and go out to drinks and dinner, that's always going to be my advice. If you're trying to strictly just sleep around mm -hmm. with anyone on dating, I'm never going to say hit someone up and then invite them to where you live or invite them where you're staying or go to where they're staying just to have sex. I That's safety wise. Yeah. I wish it wasn't a big, it is. And also I don't want to like straight explain this to you, but that also applies when you're like seeking out like women to talk to as well, especially if you're going to be traveling. There's some people can lie on things and some people can target people mm -hmm. and they can have other people who are with them who are targeting other people. And like, you just want to be really safe. So if you do want to use apps, do them with like your friends. And so you're like, oh, we're going to like, we're, it'll be like a fun game. Where we're all going to like swipe right on three people and we're going to message these people and be like, hey, me and my friends are out at a bar. Like, come on, like we're inviting three guys. Like mm -hmm. you're my pick. And like, make it like that. Like literally the way to do this is you want to live your life like a movie. So literally write your life like a movie. Yeah. Like just do just shit do that you would do. Just that, do movie shit. Just do movie shit. Be and that's how it works. Like, or be the fun friend side character, you know, like that is always that's. The, yeah. And thankfully, that person is now finally starting to get their own movie. And you're like, this yeah. is who I wanted to see all along. Exactly. But yeah, so stay away from situations where you're putting yourself in danger. And you're also put, setting yourself up for potentially bad sex. So mm -hmm. I think like the more the more that you learn what you like and like you're really interested in maybe like a specific, like you want to kind of vet more specifically or you're traveling and you have a smaller pool and you have a harder time meeting people in this area, then sure, I think venture onto dating apps. But I don't think that you should do that with solely the intent of like sex at the end of the night until you you really, really know what you want and you have mutual, like there's like a safety aspect there because I, I just, I get nervous, especially, I know you said, maybe you made a joke about going to Italy because Melissa went to Italy and you're not mm -hmm. actually going to travel. But I do get nervous using, when people use dating apps 
in overseas specifically and friends can't track your location Mm -hmm. and like people like time changes and like knowing that stuff like it can get really dicey so just like the best sex is safe sex and sex that you're enjoying and you're going to enjoy that sex when you enjoy the person you're with or you hate them so much that you like want to fuck them Mm -hmm. but you have to like it has to be like still like the chemistry has to Mm -hmm. be and you don't need to like date them or like know them for a long period of time but like no 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 no. you need to like if you talk to somebody at a bar that you are vibing with then you want to fuck them then fuck them but like do it in a safe way yeah i mean you're in your 20s and i also like don't know you as well but like go up to the people who look like they're having fun Mm -hmm. and also go up to the people who you might not be attracted to specifically like women who like look like they're having fun and just be like, if your friends are all in a relationship, like find some fun single friends, like yeah. find some people who are hanging out. You're like, oh, where are you guys going later? Even if like, again, like you don't have to be attracted to like the people that you're specifically talking to, but knowing that like these people are doing, I'm watching them live a life, live a life that I want to live. I want to ask them like, where, like, what are you doing? Yeah. The same thing I feel like when you see someone wearing a really cute outfit or where they get their nails done, I'm like, ask them. You see someone with something that you want or something that you like, ask them where they get it done. Like mm-hmm. that whole like it girl or like it person, like the concept and the idea that's, oh, it's so elusive. Like everybody is literally just pretending they're the main character of their own life. Yeah. And like, if you wa- see someone doing that, you can just mimic what they're doing. Mm-hmm. You I'm got so it. excited I, for you. I feel your confidence seeping through your call. Like, you got this shit. Oh, yeah. And if you're going to have any quickies in bars, uh, A, not your favorite bar. B, <laughs> um, well, you're going to probably get kicked out. B, clean surfaces only. And um, C, please be on top of all your regular STI and STD testings, and uh, as well as your potential partner. And you're using uh, physical protection as well as potentially hormonal use two forms of birth control and don't be so inebriated that there could be uh you know like don't slip and get like a traumatic brain injury i have a not irrational fear of falling in the bathroom well as someone that has fallen in the bathroom <laughs> every time i get in the shower like since then that's been that was two three places ago and is that then- why i have trauma Maybe because you used to make fun of me every time that, I don't know, you would bring it up a lot and you would make fun of me. I think it's stuck with me. So ever since then, like, every time I get in the shower, I think about it. I've had a couple close fucking calls. I have, like, broken skin on, like, legs and shit. Yeah. Just not, like, my, I'm afraid of that. So, yeah, be careful. Anytime you're having sex in public, A, make sure you're, like, physically safe. Like, you're not going to get arrested. And also, you're not going to get a... an std but also like that you're not gonna like fall or get like actually physically hurt yeah because it's like a lot of the time like the thrill of like having sex in public means that you have to be like so inebriated to do so that you're like cool with the risks and the complications uh, that could potentially you could be facing but also that you might actually injure yourself and remember that monkeypox is still a thing yeah i was checking to see if they've changed the name yet but they haven't you would we my friend works at the health department and she said they're in the process of it it's just like so not subtle like i I thought at first that it was like like a how people were referring to uh covid with like racial Mm -hmm. terms but no and people think it's funny yeah not taking it serious but okay next call hello so i am a 17 year old senior in high school currently and me and 
my boyfriend, who I'm going to call Jim, have been, like, on and off dating for almost, like, my entire high school career. But right now, we were in, like, like our longest string of us officially dating at five months, which I know isn't a lot, but um, it's been really good. The only thing is that me and Jim one night, like, snuck out, which, I don't know, we've been doing that a lot at that point, so we didn't think it was, like, anything weird. And we went back to his house. And we're in his bed, and his mom walked in on I don't us, want... like, butt naked, nope. like, having sex in his bed. Nope. And nor- <laughs> We're not answering questions for anyone that's under 18. Did you get your parents' permission? I didn't hear a parents' permission or a guardian's permission on the phone saying yeah. they have my permission to call into this podcast and talk about how someone caught them yeah. having sex yeah. i'm uncomfortable i'm uncomfortable too so we're making a new call <laughs> so sorry i would like to know how long have you been here if you're 17 yeah how'd you find us and please have safe sex get regularly tested and um if you're under 18 you have to get your parents permission they have to like get on this phone and uh-huh. say we give permission for whoever yeah and that really specifically applies to um the sex content yeah. like if you are like hey i'm struggling coming like i am uh, like family issues i am still in high school that blah, blah you know okay sure give us a call we will our own discretion if we're gonna do that but if you're doing yeah no no you can't uh-uh okay new okay. call round two so sorry 17 year old hi m and m i hope you're both doing well Um, I have a situation about being promised money from a family member. So I'm 24, she hurt, and this is about my aunt, 50-something, also she hurt. This call could also be suited for, am I wrong? So please tell me if I am in fact wrong. I moved from the Midwest to the West Coast back in July. A month after my move, my grandmother semi-suddenly passed away. She lived a great long life, but we just weren't expecting it that day. My dad had been her full-time caretaker um, for about five years now, so he hasn't really had a source of income. So everything was being taken care of. My aunt, who lives in a different but closer state, was my main source for updates. She told me she would pay for my flight. So I booked my flight for the airport she told me to, which was more expensive than the second closest airport. She has a lot of money, so I know this is not a factor in her eyes, but she told me to fly into that one because it was about 30 minutes close to my grandmother's house and a family member would have to come get me. It's been a little over a month now, and her and I have talked since, but she hasn't said anything about paying me back for the flight. I feel guilty for being concerned about this because, for, but I don't make a lot of money, and the flight was almost as much as my rent, um, and I had the opportunity to basically get the flight for free um, on the day of my trip because it was overbooked, but I didn't take it because I didn't want to inconvenience my family who's picking me up, and at the time, I thought she was paying. I feel awful asking about the money, but and I'm sure she's dealing with the death of her mother, so I'm not sure what would be appropriate to do. Should I wait? Should I ask? Should I just let it go? Um, I appreciate any advice. Sorry, I feel like I fumbled. I'm reading, but I'm still so nervous. I don't know why. Um, but anyways, thank you for producing such an amazing podcast. Love you both. Have a great day. Oh, my God. You did wonderful. Thank you. Yeah. Compliments are really the way to our hearts. Yeah. You, you, you did great. I don't know. I have a... A very direct relationship with my family. So mm-hmm. if I want something, I just ask for it. Yeah. So I would just say, hey, auntie, whoever this was, can you reimburse me for the money? Like, I would just be straightforward. I don't think for me, this wouldn't be something that is a problem. Yeah, I think I I I understand. I think that like 
there, I don't, I think if you're like a little bit hesitant about this, it is either potentially because maybe you're not super, super close or you've never been in this position where you're like asking for money and like it's supposed to be reimbursed. So it just feels a little clunky. If you think about it like a job, if you are getting reimbursed, it is like your job to provide the person who is reimbursing you with like the receipts. Like, have you sent like an invoice? Like, did you send her it when it happened? Or did you send her like after the credit card charge process? I think if you've already sent it to her, I would just play dumb and just be like, oh my gosh, I realized I totally def- like I totally forgot to send this to you, even if you did, mm-hmm. because it makes it like, oh, there's no way I'm not thinking, I'm not thinking that you forgot to pay me. I'm thinking I forgot, like my bad, oopsie. And just saying like, oh, I totally realized I forgot to send you this one. Um, thank you so much again for uh, offering to cover this flight. I don't like know how I would like, would have been able to pay, f- like, I don't know how I would be able to like pay rent, like mm-hmm. without this, mm-hmm. like, thank you so much. So like, you know, I don't think you need to include the last part if you haven't sent her an invoice yet or anything like that. Like if you've just, if it was just like, oh, hey, I'm going to book a flight. And she's like, oh, I'll pay for your flight. And then you're like, okay, it's one of these two ones. Okay, I'll pay you back. It's this one. Pick this one. It'll be a better airport. Yes, that to me is very much like it's a funeral. Like she's, you know, going through stuff. Like that makes sense to me why she didn't immediately like send you the money right there. So like I would assume she forgot. And so I think you should assume you forgot, not her. Like pretend, like my bad, and then do that because it gives her an opportunity to not feel like, oh shit, I'm an asshole or anything like that. I think that's like pretty seamless. As what I've done when I've like needed money from people, I've been like, oh my bad, I forgot to, even though I know that they're the ones who forgot to do it, but it really shows some people do offer money and like are greedy about it. But I think it shows when you do that, you kind of cover your bases of like, I'm the one who is like so grateful and like, I'm not expecting anything. I fucked up. Mm -hmm. You aren't like (laughs) rich and stupid and forgot to do this. Like, no, I think it still shows like you're, you know, really grateful. And then if nothing, if it doesn't happen from there, you, I think you call your dad and if that's your, yeah, because it's, that's your dad's sister. And just be like, hey, do you have any tips on how I could do this? Because like, it is literally my rent money. And then I think you formulate a different message to her with him there where you let her know, like, I'm not going to be able and like, exaggerate, like, I'm not going to be able to make my rent without this. Like, I wouldn't have gotten this ticket. Like, you know, um, I'm in a really you put me in a really like bad position. And like, I know we're all grieving and it really sucks. But like, I'm going to be in a really bad financial position. Mm-hmm. Or your dad talks to her, whatever he thinks is the better idea. But I think um, when you play dumb and grateful, usually works. Yeah, dumb and grateful. I like that. <laughs> hey, trying to get things. It works. That's what's that? The yum, not yum, d- young, dumb, and broke. Sure. Just be dumb and dumb, grateful, spending other people's money. Maybe I should. A lot can happen in the next three years. Like a chatbot, maybe your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans are available for these changing times. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer budget-friendly, flexible coverage for people who are in between jobs or missed open enrollment. The plans last nearly three years in some states, with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. So for whatever tomorrow brings, United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans may be for you. Learn more at UH1.com. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. 
and it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash trip for free shipping and 365-day returns. Mom deserves better than a drugstore card. This Mother's Day, surprise her with a truly special personalized card from Moonpig. Add your favorite photos, a heartfelt message, and we'll even mail it for you the same day, all for just $5. From mom to grandma, we have something to celebrate every mom in your life. Every mom deserves a Moonpig card. Get 50% off your first card at Moonpig.com. Moonpig.com Here's a cool fact. A crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Another cool fact? You can get short-term health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans are designed for people who are between jobs, coming off their parents' plan, or turning a side hustle into a full-time gig. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. Get more cool facts about United Healthcare short-term plans at uh1.com. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50% to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Should be OnlyFans. Time for Don't Blame Them. <gasps> oh my gosh. What's Don't Blame Them? Don't Blame Them is when you, the listeners, heard a call, heard our advice, and you're like, hey, I agree with y'all. Or, hey, I've been in that situation. Or, hey, y'all's advice sucks. Here's what I would do instead. That never happens. It never great. happened. But, um, you know, just giving possibilities. Yeah. It's um, a chance. <laughs> so uh, y'all can call in, leave a voicemail, send a voice memo, and uh, let us know your thoughts. So here's one from Season 10, Episode 12. Hey, this is an answer to your most recent episode for the girl whose boyfriend was becoming famous on TikTok and who was abusive. And she's wondering if she should reach out to the new girlfriend. Um, this recently happened to me as uh, a new girlfriend. It was a bit different, but basically this guy was like known to be a narcissist and like super manipulative. And apparently everyone knew like in the next town over from mine, except for me, we ended up dating for a little bit. We fell in love. I got pregnant, had a miscarriage and he ghosted me because he thought it was a bit much. And even though we weren't planning on keeping the baby, it was super traumatic. And then his ex actually reached out to me and she was like, hey, he was like on Tinder talking to other girls while you were having this miscarriage. And basically like, that's his pattern. That's what he always does. I've been thinking of reaching out to you for a while. And 
I was like too shy, but now I've kind of like heard a little bit what happened. So here it is. Um, here are the screenshots. There was like so much proof. He was trying to sleep with another girl when I couldn't have sex because I was miscarrying and all of that. And I wish she would have told me earlier because I would have ran. Yeah. So girl, I don't know if you're listening to this and honestly, like good job for getting out. I'm so proud of you, but you need to tell her. She's probably not going to believe you. But when she gets that little hint that something is wrong, she'll remember you. Reach out to her. Please do. First of all, I'm not going to repeat what I said while the call was on twice, right? I can't say that. Okay. Well, just know. If you can read lips. If you can read lips, you know what I'm saying. I I hate him. I wish nothing but awful things for him. Mm -hmm. I wish the awful I wish the most awful thing for him. Anyways, first of all, thank you so much for calling and sharing. I've never, we talk about this specifically in hypotheticals of like, they, like the the other, like the current girlfriend or the current partner might not believe you, but like it does plant that seed in their brain. And we have so many calls like the other one with like, oh, should I tell someone I saw someone? It's like, boy, like on a dating, like all of these different like circumstances. And we, again, always speak from the hypothetical, like current girlfriend. So to actually put a voice to that, person who is like, I wish someone told me sooner. Cause we can all talk about in, if I was in that situation, that's what I would want. But like you were legitimately in that situation and someone reached out to you and it was great that she reached out to you. And you're like, I would have liked it earlier, even if I didn't believe her immediately. And I think that's what we fear in those situations mm-hmm. that we're not going to be believed in. Like, but that's not where it ends, like specifically, like that's just the start of it. You, again, you plant the seed and it comes up in your brain when those things, and I'm so sorry you went through this. He is legitimately so fucking awful and horrible. I mean, I'm really glad that you wanted like that someone reached out to you and told you that. I'm also really fucking sorry that you had to essentially get re-traumatized all over again with like Mm -hmm. that information. But I don't want to make it. If you're you're you being happy that they told you I hope that uh, you were able, you're able now to like see him for like the villain. He truly is. Yeah, I agree. He's horrible. Awful. Pure trash. Pure, dirty, nasty, scum between my toes. Throw him in the trash. Mm Mm-hmm. Get in a landfill. Smash it. Throw in the ocean. Drown. Just know, I just was saying the last part. (laughs) But in a past tense, like, it'd be nice if that had already happened. Good God. Horrible. You know what this is? I mean, not that I'm in this situation as someone who's, like, in a relationship. But I hope that this is, like, the, that, like, push that everyone needs who's on the edge uh, about this. Edging. No, no, but like who? Yeah, yeah. You know what I mean. Where it's like I don't know if it's going to be worth it. Mm -hmm. I think we create this. Like I think men made propaganda of this hypothetical person who like this hypothetical woman who doesn't want to know. Yeah, you know what I mean. Like Mm -hmm. now that I think about it, everybody like we always talk about hypotheticals and like who is she? I've never met her. (laughs) And they're like maybe Bahati didn't want to know. Maybe. Do you know her? Maybe. Yeah, but I don't know her. I don't know. I don't know. Anyways, that is it for our episode. We hope you all enjoyed. Thanks for listening or watching. You can see the video on Patreon. Again, my nipples are there. If you want to call... My nipples are here. They're just underneath. Yeah, so use your imagination.
thought you were just showing your hand to pretend that that's what no your nipple. I'm telling your mom now that she's she unblocked like, from our Instagram. My mom would be like, "Oh, sounds like Melissa." <laughs> you, did you see her TikTok? <laughs> so we hope you all enjoyed. Please give us a call for upcoming episodes. If you have, don't blame them's. If you have updates, you've been on a previous episode. We would love to schedule you. But yeah, give us some new calls so we can give you some wonderful, amazing, life changing advice and. We also ask that you go leave a review on the podcast app. We appreciate it so much because we like when people say nice things about us. And then while you're doing your good deed of the day or the week, however often you're, I mean, you probably only listen to this once a week. We listen to our other shows for the rest of the week. Head on over to our Instagram and go comment your nipple is out on the Patreon. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe try to illustrate it. No, but I think if you like make people think that there's like a nip slip that people then like subscribe. Great. So, like, okay. come up with your own creative way yeah. to, like, get people so to subscribe to the Patreon. You don't have to make it sexual. It can just be like, oh, my gosh. I can't believe that. Yeah. So, you want to hear a review? Yeah, I think so. Well, I left a review because I just wanted to see what my name was oh. on here. I knew there was, like, cash. No, but there's it. more. Oh, okay. There's more. Okay. Somebody. What's called... your review? Are you not going to tell me? I'm going to guess which no, one's yours. Just says, I mean, you could see it, but username <laughs> is Melly216, which is my birthday. I don't know how to change Did it. someone ever, were you ever referred to as Melly? No. I don't know why that's, I don't know why that's it. I think. And I don't know how to change it. I could I leave wanted a... to see what it was. Oh, I was so going to say, I could leave a podcast review and I could not tell you right now what name would pop up. Mm -hmm. So like now I'm kind of curious. Yeah. Okay. This one is from Z. Cute. Mm -hmm. It's a bug's life. <laughs> and they say, I need more. Five stars. My only complaint is that the episode goes by too fast and I have to wait until Thursday to hear from these wonderful people again. Upside down, frowny face, emoticon, old school. Is that the... When you do the colon and then the... Mm -hmm. Emoticon is different than an emoji. Okay. Because emoticons, you have to type that shit out. I thought an emoji was short for I thought it was mm. emoticon, nickname, emoji. I just feel like it changed. once. We Melissa Melly. <laughs> I feel like once we got the actual... Oh, know, it was like faces, a new thing. People called them emojis. But before, they would call them emoticons. But, like, you type an emoticon and it can turn into an emoji. That's what I'm... Yeah. What's the... what? We need a big emoji. Mm -hmm. Hey, they made I a whole do. emoji movie. <laughs> Wait, it was big emoji. Big emoji. I'm I'm scared. <laughs> but thank you, Z Z. Oh, it's ZZ, not ZC. No, I realized that after I okay. said it that I well, I listen. I hear Z, everything wrong. I didn't zzz enough with it. Oh, okay. Zzz, zzz, zzz. Big emoji. It's a vibrating phone. Mm -hmm. And you're reading it from your phone. Mm -hmm. And we're recording this, the video on a phone. So meta. Yeah. Wow. Right. We've got we've got a few, a few more. I'll read them another day. Amazing. But don't let that discourage you from leaving other reviews. Yes, please. Go do it. Um, and thank you. I absolutely adore aggressive love when people tell me they just can't get enough of me because that's how I know. You definitely haven't gotten enough of me because I am annoying and there is a limit in which you can process and handle. And apparently I haven't hit it yet. Yeah. Also, you do get more of us now because we're doing bonuses. Yep. So you don't have to wait. You can listen tomorrow on See You Next Tuesday. Which sounds confusing. It is tomorrow. Mm -hmm. 
it's just called see you next tuesday yeah, and it'll be on the again. the next tuesday after that too mm-hmm. and then wednesday sorry we're dry there you know well hump day i'm assuming you're getting it somewhere else yeah you know we that's your it somewhere else self-pleasure day it's our as as it's our lord today for us who's the lord who knows i was like my lumps my lovely i don't want for you to be my lord but sure <laughs> and then we've got thursday but am i wrong look next week it's going to be in the same feet great oh yeah friday you got fisting friday friday you're getting fisted mm-hmm. put it on your calendar put it on your schedule sync up to your iCal. let everybody know in your contacts hey i'm getting fisted I'm on getting friday fisted on friday wait do you remember that tiktok song that was like big for a minute that like uh hoey country song like getting dicked down in dallas mm-hmm. or yeah i'm getting yeah. fisted on friday <laughs> we should request him to do another one he can make the theme music for fisting friday good because i don't want to use any like foley sound <laughs> <laughs> wow i'm gonna roll also, my pomologist thought I was fucking hilarious. He, like, saw my ring. He goes, some of us think you're very special. And I was like, I am very special. He had to stop doing the exam and, like, sat down. He was laughing so hard. And then I went and got an x-ray and I came back. He goes, I'm still thinking about your joke. You are very funny. And I was like, this is my that's, audience. That's how I felt when I was with uh, the people. Yeah, but you wanted to have, like, sex with them. This was, like, an old man. What? You're, you're numbers. The person that told me I was funny was a gay man. So I did not oh, want no, to actually, that's a- him a far higher compliment <laughs> than a straight man telling you yes, you're funny i know that i was that was oh like, that's like a girl telling you you're pretty right that's so much more mm-hmm. wow i mean you are very funny thank you i wonder if he was an aquarius you know what i probably got that i got the same vibe from him yeah there's something aqua th- fucking hilarious mm-hmm fucking hilarious male crit no (laughs) demons absolute demons okay all right go watch my youtube videos buy my book buy my latest youtube video she is she's featured see my ass 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 and follow us on our instagram our personal and our main go comment nice things on our instagrams because we always need our ego boosted Mm mm-hmm this was a fun episode. This was a really fun episode. Okay. Bye. I should get strep more often. I'm so kidding. Never a fucking again. Please don't say My that. doctor literally was like, stop getting strep. I was like, okay. Okay. Bye. Bye. Don't Blame Me is a production by me. Executive produced by Melissa DeMonts and Diamond Imprint Productions. Edited by Coco Lawrence. Post-production sound by Chris Henry. Production assistance by Melanie D. Watson. Music by Ryan Hunter and Giacomo Picasso.